Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self-empowerment through self-discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy to understand self-development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. My name is Carolina, and as always, I am so grateful that you're here today. Thank you so much for listening and joining me on this amazing platform. And I'm really excited for today's episode because it ties back to a really important part of my spiritual journey, and it's something that I'm very passionate about and that I'm very sure changed my life, changed my health. And that is meditation. Okay, so I want to start out the episode by sharing a little bit about my experience with meditation and how I started it because I used to be very resistant to meditating and very, very firm on the fact that I thought too much and that meditation was too hard, that I didn't have time for it, just so many excuses that were keeping me stuck in the same place and just preventing me from experiencing meditation. And so I guess I'll start out by sharing how that went. So I've always, growing up, been a pretty type A person, pretty focused on, you know, masculine energy, getting things done, being organized, but that also came along with a lot of worries, a lot of anxieties, and just always thinking about what to do next, what was on my to-do list, what to get done that day, what I had said, overthinking, I don't know, just so many different things rushing through my head and consuming my thoughts that I just always identified with my thoughts so much. And after I read The Power of Now, which now has been over a year since that happened, I read it March of 2020, When I read that book, I started to become more aware of my thoughts, as I've shared in a previous episode. I think it was episode number three about presence. After reading that book, I realized that I was able to 
observe my thoughts and to become that observer and that by being that observer I in essence couldn't be the thoughts because I was able to see them separate from myself and that was an important moment for me because I used to always just identify with my mental chatter instead of realizing that I wasn't defined by it and that it didn't define who I was or my reality or anything like that. But leading up to this moment, you know, there were so many times that I remember my mom would say I should meditate and I remember one time I sat down with my roommate two years ago who has been into meditation for longer than I have and she was like let's do a meditation together and we just sat on the floor of our bedroom I believe in silence or with some light music and a candle and the whole entire time I was just thinking and I thought that I was just incapable of being a meditator that there was something about who I was that made me incapable of meditating and allowing myself to do that so I remember that vividly and I also remember one time I think it was maybe a year and a half ago or maybe more actually that I went to the doctor and the doctor said to me that there was nothing wrong with me. All my exams were fine, but she asked me if I had ever done therapy and if I had ever meditated. And I remember I had just started therapy at that point, but I told her that I had this block with meditation and it was just not for me. And a few months later, I want to say six or seven months after that, was when I started having my spiritual awakening and it was when I first meditated for real and that was because my best friend from Brazil messaged me and told me that she was doing this meditation challenge called the 21 days of abundance meditation challenge by Deepak Chopra and I had been wanting to try something like that so I was like yeah let's do it. It was quarantine. I didn't have too much going on and I knew I wanted to develop more inner peace so I dove right in and the meditation challenge, I think for me, really worked because I work really well when I have challenges like that that are very structured. And basically, the way the challenge was, was it was a 15-minute audio that you would listen to every day. And the first five to seven minutes of it was Deepak Chopra sharing a cool concept about abundance, about mindfulness, about life. And then the end five to ten minutes were nature sounds where you just would focus on breathing and a mantra that he would give and then there was also some journaling and I fully committed to doing both the audios and the journaling and it usually would take 30 minutes of my day and at that time I was also kind of playing around with times of the day I would sometimes do it in the morning sometimes I would do it before bed and just kind of played around with it but with the commitment of following through the entire challenge and the challenge was amazing because the part of that was meditative in that challenge was basically just nature sounds and quietness and me just sitting there and I remember I would visualize like a little white light flowing through my body and I also sometimes would do a visualization of being near a waterfall and kind of transporting into a beach and and different sceneries that are very calming and overall, it was very amazing. And I started to experience a deep relaxation in my body that I had never experienced before. And I also even remember my family turning to me being like, there's something different about you. Like, what is happening? It was just that I started to learn how to calm down and give myself a moment to myself. 
and they say it takes 21 days to form a new habit and while I do think that that's a powerful thing and it definitely helped me that I did this for 21 days I remember when the challenge ended I wasn't really sure where to go from there because I didn't know where to find meditations I didn't know what to do so after I finished the challenge it definitely took me a while to get into the hang of things and to find out what worked best for me to make it a habit and to make it a consistent practice and after the challenge I would not say that I was a perfect meditator I still think that I'm learning after each and every meditation that I do but I started playing around with YouTube meditations I would look up things like positive energy meditation or gratitude meditation or manifestation meditation and I would just do it and sometimes I would do it after a workout Then I started realizing I was always thinking about what I would eat after the workout and I also sometimes would do it before bed but I wasn't very consistent and I found that for me the best time that I was able to do it was immediately after waking up and if I commit to that and I do it, I do it. If not, I usually don't end up doing it that day but I think that that's just something that I found worked for me. I know a lot of people also really like doing it before bed and find that it helps them sleep better which definitely is the case. I think it helps a lot. And some people I know also like doing it during the day, but I just found that for me, that's what worked best, just doing it in the morning. And I just found that it put me in a really good headspace, cleared my mind, or at least, you know, helped me rebalance my energy and start off with positivity and with presence and with breathing. Yeah, and that's kind of my journey with it. So after playing around with the YouTube meditations, I stumbled across my chakra balancing meditations and that's how I got into that and started doing those for a long time. So there was a long period, a few months period last year where I was just doing chakra balancing meditations every day. And then I also redid the abundance challenge and then did some of Mimi Bouchard's meditations for a while. And now I've been mixing and matching between using the Insight Timer app, which I really, really like, and also doing the chakra balancing when I feel called to do it. And so for me now, it's a lot about learning to be consistent. And don't get me wrong, I don't meditate every single day, but that's where I want to go. I want to get to a point where I meditate every single day. I just find that I feel so good when I do it. And I've personally experienced a lot of benefits from it. It's really helped me get out of fight or flight mode and learn to sink into that rest and digest and allow myself to relax and it's done really well for my gut health too. I used to have a lot of gut health issues and I think a lot of it was tied to stress and so meditation kind of went hand in hand in slowing me down, relaxing me and also and also helped me find a new way to deal with stress in a way that really benefits me. And I think coupled with learning to be mindful and learning to be present and learning to observe my thoughts has been really helpful. I think now how I feel during meditation is whenever I have a thought, I think about it and I'm like, oh, like that was a thought. Interesting. But I don't let myself get sucked into it and get sucked into a loop of thinking about that one thing. So that's been really interesting to experience recently. And also I've been trying to do a lot of meditation just focused on healing and 
and being connected to my physical body and I've found them to be amazing and there's a lot of really good ones on Insight Timer for that. But yeah, I think meditation is an amazing tool. So that goes to show that it really is just about letting go of those limiting beliefs that are blocking you and that are preventing you from trying it. It's really about realizing that it's not going to be from day to night and that it's going to take practice. That's why it's called a meditation practice because we're always learning we're always becoming better at it and for me it's definitely taken months of practice to really start to see the benefits and to really start to understand how I am in meditation and how meditation can serve me and remembering too that you're the one in control of your life and if you want to do something for yourself and you want to change your life in some way it's up to you to do it and it's important to get out of that mindset that you need someone else to guide you every step of the way and to keep you on track because if you can't keep yourself on track and if you can't commit to a time no one else can really force you to do it so that's really been something that I've learned and that I've embraced and I think for me it was also about really finding the time that worked for me and tuning into that and making it a habit by showing up every time or as often as possible and that if you don't show up one day not letting that prevent you from continuing and preventing you from showing up the next day you know not falling into that loop of being like I already didn't show up today might as well not show up anymore because I failed it's not about that it's really about consistency and commitment So that is my meditation story and a little bit about how I came to be a meditator as someone who was very, very resistant toward it. I used to be so against it. I used to have the attitude of just like, I'm not good at it. I can't shut off my mind. It's not for me. It's too difficult. I don't have time. And I think that the time factor is also something that a lot of people use as an excuse. But I always just remind myself of, how many minutes and hours I spent on my phone and how much time you spent looking at other people's lives, social media and whatnot and really showing up for yourself, giving yourself that time. And that ties to the quote for today, which is by David Bader. And the quote is, be here now, be someplace else later. Is that so complicated? And that's it, right? It's about allowing yourself to be there in that moment and just allowing yourself to sink into that and for me something that really helps too is before I meditate or if I'm in the middle of a meditation and I notice that my thoughts start to wander I just tell myself it's literally 10 minutes you're gonna have the next 10 minutes after this so just give this fully to yourself so I hope this has been interesting to you and like hopefully shows you that it's never too late to start and that you are able to and that also it can be really, really amazing and help you in, ma in ways that you never expected to. It's definitely brought about so many benefits in my life that I never expected, that I never thought possible, and I never in the world imagined that I would be meditating often. That really, I think, says a lot because if I can do it, you can do it. And then in the vein of talking about benefits of meditation, I want to talk about some of the benefits that have been found scientifically through studies that have been done on meditation to help with stress reduction, cognitive processes, anxiety, and even other issues such as addictions. 
So meditation is said to decrease stress and I feel like that is what it's most known for. It can also be really, really amazing to improve mental clarity and energy and to foster creativity. I find that it's really also about filling your own cup in terms of energy and improving energy. When you give yourself those 10 minutes, 5 minutes to yourself to breathe, to have a guided meditation, to focus on something bigger than what's going on immediately around you, be it anything that's stressing you out and just remembering to stay grateful and present and working on your mindset, it can really be amazing. And meditation has been scientifically proven to help mitigate addiction, depression, anxiety, stress, as well as eating disorders. And it also is said to improve cell health, to balance hormone levels, and to reduce blood pressure. And the first area of our body that is really, really impacted by meditation, as you probably would expect, is our brain. And meditation has an impact on six key areas of our brain. So first off, there's this part of our brain called the prefrontal cortex. It's the part of our brain that declines with age and thins out with age, and meditation can reverse this process. It also can increase the density of our posterior cingulate cortex, which is the area that is associated with creativity and self-reflection and also can improve our pain response, which is really cool. So not only our body's physiological response to it, but also our perception of pain. So there's also two key areas of our brain that are really impacted by stress, which is the amygdala and the hippocampus. So the amygdala is impacted by stress because stress increases the density of it, and that's the area of our brain that's also tied to our fight-or-flight response. And so a meditation has been shown to shrink the size of the amygdala, And on the other hand, the hippocampus is the part of our brain that shapes memories and it also is shrinked over time due to stress hormones. And so meditation can help maintain the size of this structure of the hippocampus, which is really important for our mental resilience. And then lastly, meditation also ties to the temporoparietal junction or the TPJ, which is a part that governs perspective and empathy and meditation has been shown to improve our abilities to read emotions on people's faces which is very interesting to me and lastly it also can improve our immunity it also protects against heart disease because it reduces these same inflammatory markers and can really help dilate the blood vessels which improves blood flow and reduces the risk of high blood pressure so all of that goes to show that meditation really is not just a woo-woo concept it really can have awesome effects on our body For me, the biggest effects I've noticed have been tied to, again, stress management, finding ways to cope with stress in a more healthy way, and it's also really, really helped me experience less intense emotions and get less caught up in my thoughts and instead learning to be more present. And I really also think that it has really, really helped reduce inflammation in my body, which has really helped with digestion, with improving my immunity, and just making me feel better overall. So... I highly recommend it. I'm a meditation fan. And I think everyone owes it to themselves to try it out because there's no negative associations with it. It's really about putting your ego aside and trying something that you might not be an expert in, that you might not feel super comfortable at first, but really pushing through that discomfort to get to a point where you start to notice how amazing it really feels. So it's really about stopping that pattern of being your own biggest block. So now I want to just close off with some of my biggest tips 
for meditation and starting meditation and even incorporating it as a part of your lifestyle so you can reap these benefits. So the first is define why you want to do it. Why do you want to meditate? What is your intention? And maybe your intention is just finding a way to cope with stress. Maybe your intention is wanting to learn something new. Maybe it's wanting to help your health or give some time back to yourself to fill your own cup. You make that decision for yourself and your why and remind yourself of that whenever you forget. And then starting small. I started with a challenge which really helped me be consistent and it was for only 21 days and after that it was really on me. But I think even starting with five minutes, even one minute, there are one minute meditations out there. YouTube is a wonderful resource, so I highly recommend starting there. And also, I think that it's important to determine what works for you in terms of like the structure of the meditation. I really like guided meditations because they help me stay on track. But I've also had a really amazing experiences with just playing really nice music, meditation music on Spotify. There's a ton on there and just sitting there with myself and breathing and just breathing a lot and focusing on the, de- the breath in and the breath out. I found that to be really great, but I think it's about figuring out what works for you. And I think that guided is always a great way to start because it can feel really overwhelming to just sit there with music and it can also be harder to get yourself to sit through five minutes. So that's why I think the guided ones work really well. And I think commitment is the last tip, right? Consistency comes from commitment from deciding that this is something you want to do and you want to do for your own health, for your own benefit. And then finding that one time a day where you can show up without distractions, be it before bed, be it in the morning, you do you. And just find fi- figuring out that for yourself, figuring out your why, figuring out what time of day you want to do it, what type of meditation you want to try, and showing up. And starting small, really. Baby steps are better than no steps. So those are my tips so that is the end of this episode i truly hope that this was helpful that you enjoyed that you learned something new and that maybe it showed you that meditation does not have to be intimidating that meditation really only helps you and helps you show up and helps you take care of your health and that in the grand scheme of things it's something that really gets better the more you do it and hopefully this was a little nudge of encouragement to try it out and to commit to it and to really give it a shot to try it for a week try it for two weeks not trying it for one day thinking you're too much in your thoughts and letting it go and not committing but actually giving it a shot i do think it's worthwhile i do think it can change your life and your mindset and your health and so yeah i hope you enjoyed the episode i hope this was informative and interesting as always feel free to dm me with any comments let me know how you're finding the podcast let me know what you want me to talk about and i look forward to seeing you on the next episode also if you're feeling generous leave a five-star review on apple podcasts and a little review of what you think share on your story if you enjoyed share your takeaways tag me at luna the podcast at the carolina lifestyle i would love to see your post and i hope you have a brilliant rest of your day you deserve it and i'm sending you so much love and light your way see you soon